Hi, I'm Anna and this is my Monday Blues Rebel newsletter. And if you can hear my voice, you are listening to my audio version. If you want a text in written form, well, sign up for my newsletter on my homepage annajelen.com. It's Monday and you might be thinking, oh dear, I hate Mondays. But hey, it's another day. And another day means that you are still alive and I believe this is a good thing. That's worth celebration. Or if that seems exaggerated, it might be enough with a moment of thankfulness. When I decide something, I often ask for a sign. Like yesterday morning, I decided to buy a regular phone. You know, an old Nokia or something like it. And in my thoughts, I go... Whoever, let me know if that is a good decision. Many hours later, sitting in a pub, writing this episode, I did get a pretty clear sign in the form of a nice young man. But more on this later. Let's dig into some thoughts about who knows what is right for you. We have a lot of intellectual discussions about everything, Often with the question in mind, what is the right way? What is the right way to eat? The right way to exercise? What is the right way to think? The right way to live? And there will be so many cultures and communities showing up telling you what's right. But the only thing they should be is an inspiration, an idea of how to do it. But the truth is, a few years later, it will shift. And new cultures and beliefs and communities will show up and tell you how to do it right. But they are not right about it. Nobody knows what's right for you. And that's the cool thing. Because it's so much easier. The only one who knows is you. Only you know what's right for you. And you know what? You might feel, oh, that's the right thing for me. But even that can change one day. And then you feel that another thing or another way is right for you. Now, it sounds easy to know what's right for ourselves. And it would be if we weren't that influenced by the outside world. There is a considerable work to be done and I think it will be the topic for the next few years how to handle the overload of information. Most of us, including me, have forgotten how to listen to our bodies. And I remember when I started to meditate, it helped me connect more with my body for sure. And same when yoga came into my life in my mid-twenties. There are ways to connect with our bodies, to listen. Like my sister Siri, she's a yin yoga teacher. And in yin yoga, you rest a few minutes in one pose. Minutes to listen to what it tells you. Now I am on the path finding other ways to connect as well. And I'm training my body daily. And I'm teaching my ability to really, really listen 
and try to understand the language my body is talking. But before I give you a deeper insight into how that looks, I must bring you to where I am right now. I'm in the city and I am spending two days in a hotel room to do some Zoom calls, also the one with my lovely members tonight. And last night, after having written a big part of this episode, I walked down the street and entered a little restaurant. I sat in a corner, observed the place and the people, and I see this move everywhere, the hand grabbing the phone, tapping, staring, swiping, normality nowadays, the ones sitting alone or never alone, just in another world. In a world where this is standard, it still makes me sad to see this urge for distraction, the escape of spending time with our thoughts. The perception of addiction is not even a consideration. But yesterday, it made me even sadder than ever. And this has to do with what I experienced about two weeks ago. It all began with a little wound I looked at sitting on a tree stump in the middle of the forest. That morning I had burnt my finger when feeding the fire with another piece of wood. And that's enough to make me start to think about feeling stuff. We recognize pain in our bodies very fast. Like my tiny minor wound transforming to a bladder, making such a fuss, screaming at me. Look at me, lick me, heal me. Okay, so we feel pain and discomfort in our body almost immediately. It must be the same with other emotions and feelings. Hmm. I know how love feels. Oh, my whole body reacts to it. But how about happiness, creativity, pride, determination, power? How does that feel? I started to experiment. I got up. Both feet anchored to the ground, I looked around and my mind knew I was happy. The intellect knows, but knowing is not enough. I wanted to feel it. And that's where I had to leave my mind and go right into body sensation. I closed my eyes and I tried to locate feelings in my body. A twinge above my left hip. No, that can't be happiness. Hmm... A cold bum? No, carry on. And again I thought, I'm so happy right now. And then I started to fall into a space where I sure want to spend more time in the future. I felt tiny bubbles in my chest and they floated to my spine and travelled up, coming into the back of my head, bubbling, And then they separated and went to either temple, located next to the eyes. And it gurgled and bubbled. And wow, I I opened my eyes and I could still feel my chest producing those bubbles that wandered up to my spine into my head. Huh, I say. Well, that's interesting. And I wonder if I can keep this sensation. Slowly I take one step. Yeah, it's still there. I take another one. Still there. Same with the smile. 
Oh, I want to be in this feeling all the time. So since that day, I have played with this. I reproduce it. It's easy when I feel happy, but I was also able to do it here in town, where I feel less happy. Now, can you imagine what it does to your cells? It's like a full-body vitamin boost. And not just that, you walk with a smile on your face. The experiment is still ongoing. I try to feel creativity, grief, inner strength, and I realize that they all feel different. Have you ever tried it before, taking a decision? Many years ago, I started working with the question, does the answer feel light or heavy? Or how does a yes feel? Or a no? A yes for me, typically feels light, uplifting, a tickle under the sole, in contrast with a no, which feels heavy on my shoulders, a grey fog around the heart area and heavy legs. But the most significant insight is the body is responding. Maybe not as loud and clear in the beginning, but with training it gets more transparent. And To be in this ongoing communication with my body has given me another relationship with my body and boy, it feels good to be a unit. This brings me back to the beginning of this episode. If you don't turn inside and listen to what you need, what is right for you, you might be following trends for someone's sake, but not for your own sake. So how can we know what's good for us? The brain, our intellect, tells us. But we also have a body. And our body speaks all the time. And it will tell you what's right for you. Are you listening? So last night, after dinner, I walk back to the hotel and pass a pub. Why not? I enter. Sit in another corner. I see people come and go. The ones all alone, not entirely alone, but looking at their phones. And then there comes a fine young man. And he sits at the table. And I count. One, two, three. After 45 seconds, he takes his phone out. Looks at it. And puts it away. Yes, 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 yes. I observe him. And... (laughs) I might look at him too often because he looks at me, smiles and says, Hey, hey. And I say, hey, hey. A conversation. Well, far away, but just the hey, hey makes me smile. I like that. It's human. This is how it should be that we look, talk and listen to each other. At the next hour, he sits there, eats his meal, looks around. And I feel the urge to ask him the question, so I do. May I ask you why you aren't looking at your phone? And he answers, because there is not a lot to see. And he pulls out. An old Nokia phone. 
My dear ones out there, what followed was a pleasant conversation about time and life. It felt so normal to do so, and I wish you the same. A week filled with unexpected moments, encounters and signs showing you the right direction. And I also wish you a week with all kinds of sensations rumbling and bubbling through your body. Enjoy. All the best to you. Lots of love. Anna. Members, I am in the hotel room. Yeah, and I am ready for tonight. So see you on Zoom and let's talk about regrets and how to handle them. And to all the Swiss people out there, all the ones understanding Swiss German, there is a rare interview in Swiss German with myself. The glorious Tanja Rupp interviewed me and we do not only talk about the exotic sensation of sparkling water, but also the days I spent my lunch break on the graveyard and much more. Find the link in the email. Bye-bye.